on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning and welcome to Mining HQ, your Friday edition of the show. Coming up this morning, uh, Chris Lamesia, he's going to be sitting down with me discussing the big news headlines from around the mining industry this week. Plus, we'll take a look at next week's shows. I'm going to be chatting to Mick from Kalka Fence Right, get an update from them. Don't forget, of course, keep up to date with us. Stay social. Mining HQ, Facebook and now on LinkedIn. But let's get into those headlines. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Pablo. Happy Friday. And, um, well, springtime, finals coming up on the weekend. So exciting. Life is good, my friend. Uh, now, Perth Mint, this is a massive news story. Uh, they're going to be audited by financial crimes regulation. So what's happened? Well, the company Austrac, they've been ordered to the appointment of an external auditor of Gold Corporation. This is under the Anti-Money Laundering and Counter-Terrorism Financing Act, the Australian Transaction Reports and Analysis Centre. They're an Australian government financial intelligence agency and they're responsible for monitoring transactions. That's to identify money laundering, organised crime, tax evasion, welfare fraud and terrorism in financing. So Gold Corporation trades at the Perth Mint. They will be regulated and subject to Austract, and they will work out the compliance concerns following a period of engagement with the company. Now, record shipments have driven Fortescue's $9 billion in profit. Oh, a lot of money. Australia's third largest iron ore miner, Fortescue, reported a profit of $9 billion in the 2021 financial year. Now, that's actually down from $15 billion in financial year 21, while the profit was down 40% on one year. It still represents the second-highest earnings result in Fortescue's history. The fact Fortescue recorded a reduced profit in the face of record shipments of 189 million tonnes of iron ore reflects a steep drop in the price of steelmaking material. That's amid, amid uh, economic slowdown in China. The price for iron ore is currently hovering around US $108 per tonne after a high of almost US $160 per tonne back in March 2022. Now, get this last little bit, Pablo. The profit also means a windfill dividend for Fortescue shareholders with chairman and major shareholder, we know him, Andrew Forrest, apparently taking home $2.34 billion. Wow. Now, MinRes results further underline the lithium growth. Well, yeah, it all started when Mineral Resources announced the second best annual result in the company's history. It highlighted lithium growth as one of its four key business pillars. Minres began building a world-class, long-life lithium business in WA more than a decade ago. And their MD, Chris Ellison, said following the release of the company's 2022 financial year report, their foresight, foresight and investment, they're starting to bear fruit. Now, Chris, what's happening in Onslow's? Have they been given the nod for that iron development? Well, yeah, it's more news about MinReds. It's the uh, Red Hill Iron Joint Venture Party. They've made an unconditional final investment decision to develop the iron ore assets. That's the part of Min Resources, Ashburton Hub Development in our state. Now, the JV is currently held 40% by MinReds and 60% by API Management on behalf of the parties to the Australian Premium Iron Joint Venture, Aquila Steel and AMCI. Onslow Iron will be one of the largest iron ore developments undertaken in WA, with Stage 1 consisting of JV tenements, which host mineral resources of 820 million tonnes. Now, the company will fund, build, own and operate all the infrastructure outside the mine, including private haul road and port infrastructure at the port of Ashburton.
just a reminder as well, we are now on LinkedIn. If you want to get social with us, track us down on the old Facebook and LinkedIn. Just search Mining HQ. Now, Chris, your work is done and dusted for this week, but what's in store for next week? Oh, Pablo, you'll love this guy. When he's not working, he's riding his Harley Davidson. His name is uh, Jake Myers, and he took out the best operator in WA. It's all part of the West Track Caterpillar Global Challenge. And get this, he's actually off to Japan next to represent Australia. So we'll hear how he won this event and what's to come in the future, and possibly, representing Australia, a trip to Vegas as a gun machinery operator. All right. Our Are You OK Day, that's coming up, well, this time next week, mm. next Thursday. And we're going to have a chat, chat to workplace mental health expert, author, trainer, and international person, Anna Faringa. She'll be having a chat to us. She believes, you know, beyond Are You OK Day, we need to be constantly talking about this. So, yeah, look forward to having a chat with Anna. Now, the most important question, Chris, Geelong Cats v Collingwood. I know you're a massive Geelong fan. Are they winning this weekend? Well, I know it's magpie season, but uh, we'll be uh, they'll be swooping, but we will be swiping those magpies. Yep, the cats can do it. <laughs> uh, if they don't, you may not take my calls next week, but uh, hopefully we catch you Monday, okay? Take it easy. The following interview on Mining HQ is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Mick from Calca Fence Ride is joining us once again. And Mick, last time we caught up, you mentioned the business expansion, diversification plans as well. Uh, has there been any further developments on that? Yeah, Calca Fence Ride uh, continues to develop its capability of all things security fencing, both from a manufacturing and supplier perspective, but also our installation capability, as I touched on last time. We're just trying to offer the full design and engineering capability as part of what we do at tender and estimate stage, and that helps our clients at the front end. We're now also looking to add some small civil works and landscaping capability to what we do, as we see it a natural progression, really, to what we're already doing in the security fencing space. So with the business's continued growth and expansion, this would bring employment opportunities with it, I assume, within Calca Fence Right Group? Yes, it's, uh, it's, I'm glad you mentioned that. There's, a, there's currently a number of opportunities to join our team at Calca Fence, right, which is exciting. We understand it's a, a pretty difficult market to find um, quality people, but we've created um, uh, solid cultures within the teams nationally, and for anyone looking for a change, we'd be certainly encouraging them to reach out. Um, specifically, there's sales and estimator positions across both sides, um, east and west, that are vacant as we speak. Um, West, obviously, based out of Malaga in Perth and then in Queensland in Geebung. Um, we're always looking for good young labourers as well that can learn the fencing installation caper and develop into you know, leading hands and supervisors within our organisation. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a tough market. And with uh, anybody who's interested, um, yeah, jump, on the, jump on the socials or, or the website and yell out. Now, Mick, last time we spoke, we spoke about that supply chain and the fluctuation in steel prices and some of the difficulties with that. How have you managed to, to face those challenges in the current construction industry climate? Yeah, good point. With the supply only and manufacturing side of our business starting to get some traction now, we've managed to uh, get a lot more control of this supply chain, which has been good, having a, a bit of a higher stock level. Um, of this raw material um, has given us some more control of that and that's helped us through what's been a pretty tumultuous period for the construction industry from a supply perspective. Um, as we continue to grow and develop this side of our business and increase our demands for that raw material, we'll obviously look to find uh, 
different supply chains, which will hopefully in turn help us both compete, but also provide that guaranteed service and availability. So is there anything else exciting with Calca Fence Right that you've been up to that might be worth a mention? Yeah, being an Indigenous business, we're always passionate about um, what we're able to give back to community. So, um, yeah, we've recently sponsored um, Ginger and Eagles, a, a local country footy team, um, on what was a very successful NAIDOC round. Um, our very own Stephen Hill, who's, who's a sales estimator here, former Freo Docker, he's having a run out there this year. Um, so we decided we'd help them out, and, and Stephen and a mate uh, got the, the Indigenous design completed by... Uh, um, a cousin of his, Indigenous artist, and we got the jumpers done in time for the teams to wear on the day, which was um, which was obviously good. Um, something that we were pretty proud to be involved in, to be honest. It was a, a very successful day um, for the Ginger Eagles. Uh, we've also completed that village security project in Newman for BHP, and all the artwork that was designed by a local nearby member and artist, Victor Parker, it's on those panels across the entire town now is something very special and it's given the locals some ownership and pride in, in what we've done there, which is also um, very nice for, for us as a company. You can find out more at fenceright.com.au. Mick, always good to chat and thanks for joining us on Mana HQ. Thanks again, Pablo. Happy Friday. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.